Hello, everyone. Uh, it's Jesus Walks Podcast back in your home, in your car, in your computer, wherever you are, whenever you're listening. And it's, uh, as usual, it's three of us. Nothing has changed. So greetings to Martin and Aunt Jacob. Greetings, guys. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, very good. <laughs> very good. Yeah, we're having a good time here, laughing before the show as well. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so we are actually moving into a new um uh, uh, episode series, we could say. So we just finished mm. uh, the healing series. Uh, yeah, uh, just in brief, guys, how was it for you? Uh, just going through the physical inner healing and spiritual healing deliverance. Uh, I think it was really uh, valuable. Uh, any comments from you? Yeah, good to do something on that because it's uh, such a part of our daily life. You know, the the, mm. the needs in that and what's happening from week to week. At least here is like. It's a lot of it, and I think it's very important and valuable. So it was good. Amen. Mm. Yeah, and especially when we read the gospels, that's uh, that's on a, on another frequency than than for most of us. I think it's a really important topic to or topics to dig dig more deep into. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I can just briefly share. Yeah, we had uh, just really encouraging testimony yesterday uh, being shared also in the church. We actually uh, have been teaching as well last two Sundays on the role of the Holy Spirit in terms of uh, leading to repentance and the inner healing and how this healing thing uh, also uh, happens practically. And then we actually spread the church groups, uh, the whole church into groups of actually mm. uh, pr uh, praying into these things. And and so there was actually one really encouraging testimony, like kind of life changing. Uh, so so that's just a, another example how much we need this. Uh, and yeah, this trajectory is really needed both for, yeah, for every one of us listening and our churches and ourselves. So yeah, something we really believe in. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, uh, as we move further, uh, just a reminder, we are Jesus Walks Podcast and uh, yeah, Jesus Walks Ministry and our heart is to uh, see uh, disciples of Jesus being equipped to live the life of Jesus uh, as we read in the in his life, in the Gospels, and also, uh, yeah, uh, follow his uh, ministry and, and the ways how he did things and uh, just the simplicity of, of applying these things in our lives. And, and we want to teach through practical examples based on the scriptures, but also just share from our lives uh, in order for you uh, listening, uh, uh, our friends being encouraged and equipped to actually make practical steps. And we will share some of the ideas we also have for the time ahead. And maybe not today, but we will share soon. Uh, we have some ideas, and as we have done trainings beforehand as well, uh, we want to be uh, yeah close to you guys and help uh, in the ways how we can. So uh, with mm -hmm. that being said, yeah. we are moving into like uh, this series that we also believe can be really of value and that really connects closely to the heart of uh, bringing uh, yeah Jesus to the people around us and the yeah the society and the friends and groups we have around and. Uh, after finishing this healing series, it's just interesting. I was thinking how in Luke 10, uh, the passage where, uh, that has been also taught in our trainings uh, about the uh, person of peace, Jesus gives this, I would say, Jesus' awesome strategy how to reach these people. And, and we have covered that uh, in parts. And there is this part in Luke 10 uh, where he basically says in verse 8, whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is said before you. And then in verse 9, he says, heal the sick in it and say to them. So we see the healing aspect. We covered that series, right? So we talked about different kinds of healings. But then uh, the further picture of this healing is in the context of what it is the kingdom of God has come near to you. 
And so uh, we truly uh, believe that, yeah, as we have taught, the healing is a crucial aspect, um, but actually it's part of a bigger picture of kingdom of God actually coming forth. And and so we want to uh, start this series on how to bring the kingdom of God. Um, and we will cover three, uh, three mm. parts. Uh, first, it's going to be words. Uh, the second will be uh, loving your neighbor or love your neighbor. And third will be signs and wonders. So we want to cover each of this uh, uh, as well, both in the discipleship track as well, uh, more specifically orientated towards the leaders. So yeah, with that being mm. said, we, we go into the how to bring the, uh, the, the kingdom of God uh, using our words. Uh, yeah, so... So we, we uh, yeah, we see that in the life of Jesus, right, guys, from the very beginning. Uh, I can just kick off with this, and I think that's uh, important to look at the Jesus first, right? Jesus walks, uh, we follow his walk. So in Matthew 4, we see that uh, Jesus, from the from the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he started preaching in uh, Matthew 4, and, and his first uh, message is, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So we see Jesus preaching. Uh, we see him teaching. We have uh, been focusing a lot as well on the healing and delivering part, right? So we see this as a wholesome aspect of Jesus' ministry, preach, teach, heal, deliver. Uh, but we see him using words, right? Uh, we see him preaching uh, to the crowds. We see him teaching on, on the side uh, to his close, uh, to his 12, the 3, uh, the 70, yeah. So, so he really uses words uh, both to invite people to follow him, to equip the ones already following him. So Jesus is really using words. Uh, yeah. Um, regarding you guys, when you, when you hear the gospel of kingdom being brought by words or uh, using words to bring the kingdom of God, uh, maybe some first uh, yeah, uh, thoughts that come in your mind uh, before we go any deeper, either from the life of Jesus, the gospels, yeah. Uh, anything to add on this uh, on this uh, aspect? Yeah, I, I have uh, two thoughts uh, come to mind. The, f- the first one is that we are living in a, what I would say like a, a word tired times. Uh, everyone, every time you you turn on your phone or computer or TV, a lot of people are are talking. Um, so it's not a lack of words these these days. So it's also Therefore, it's so, so crucial for us when we talk about this. How 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 do we communicate the gospel? Because it's not just um, yeah, it's just not just uh, telling it, but because people hear things all over, all and over again every day. So it's how do we really communicate the gospel? And and the the second thing is that I think um, as at least from my perspective, uh, we have a lot of attitude that our um it's more that we live a holy and, and godlike life and people will be attracted um and maybe re- understand who god uh, who, who god am uh, or who god uh, god is uh, yeah. god is uh, without me saying anything um and i think that's uh, um that's some kind of of false um um, um yeah f- false um f- f- yeah thought or behavior because we when we see both in gospel and in acts that uh, a lot of things they are they are acting in a way but they always are are commenting what's happening so they they don't just leave with a with a healed people person they they always say afterward yeah this is what why because jesus has risen or 
um, you, now you need to repent and believe. That that kind of uh, conclusion of of every every demonstration of God's power. So I think this is a this is a really important thing because it's so easy that we are having the the attitude of it's just um, uh, leaving out my my Christian faith and not talking about it. That's my calling. I think uh, that's just part of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and Jacob, I'm wanting to ask your uh, feedback on this quote. Preach mm. the gospel, and if necessary, use words, uh, said Francis from Assisi. Uh, yeah, any comment about uh, this? Um, yeah, well, I mean, it, it's like a well-known passage, and uh, and I think used with very good motives of people, you know, who want to emphasize the need of, you know, living a life of love and good works, and so... Um, but of course, like for me, when it comes to Jesus, we, we focus on, you know, in Jesus walks, we focus on Jesus's life. And, and I mean, what we see is that um, the words, they play a very big part. And, and the gospel as such that was given on, you know, is in words. And uh, so I think like, um, yeah, I don't have so much of comments on that. But, but, uh, but uh, what I'm interested in, especially, I would say is, the way that Jesus speaks, I, I think, is a very central, core, and very interesting topic, really. And not not as much just kind of what he talks about, but more like for me, it's been more like, okay, why is why are Jesus's words so life changing for the people who encounter them? You know, what is it that he does with words that impact lives so much? And I think that's the part that I really have been like trying to go into and study and. And try to 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 follow him or learn from him in, and that I also hope that on the podcast that people can maybe, I don't know, get inspiration or revelation and somehow in how to move with Jesus in that. So I think that's that's a big one for me. Uh, when you talk can, about this, Aunt Jacob, sorry, just wanted to yeah. uh, ask, uh, uh, mm. like, if you mentioned, has there been something specifically that you have found of really, uh, yeah, uh, inspiration or? Uh, help for you looking from the life of jesus in terms of his words and communication uh, that has enabled you to yeah in your own person yeah yeah i think especially two two things that i've seen with jesus that i really like was fascinated by and first thing is this rabbinic side of jesus that his way of speaking is is not like it's often in the west where we give a lot of answers to people but he speaks with a lot of questions he, so he asks questions to people and and makes them think you know, and they try to find the answer and try to respond. And it's like this uh, way of speaking that is just like brilliant. And and um, also his parables that are the similar type of way of speaking. You you speak a story, right, um, you know, um, of images or, or storyline. And then there is an underlying message in it. But people need to think to find it. You know, they need to search for the meaning. And so he's kind of, he's kind of inviting people into processing themselves. And I think... This is just something I'm, yeah, very fascinated by. I don't feel I've come as far yet that I as I would want to, but I, I really want to learn that because it's something brilliant with it. The second thing is more uh, this more like mystery side of it. I would say that has to do with the Holy Spirit, and that's like that Jesus spoke into people's lives and he spoke into things that were hidden in people's lives, and it says that he knew what was in the hearts of men. So he knew what was behind the facade, like in their hearts, in their minds. And then he spoke into it somehow by a question or by the straight speaking. Or, And, and as, as we know that when we have been born again and we have received the Holy Spirit, 
uh, it actually means that there is a potential for us to move into this area. And I think that's for me has been like one of the really, maybe the biggest one. How do you, how can you meet with one person at the bus or at school or at home, you know, and see the person and care about the person and then listen to God in the moment and kind of that the Holy Spirit can actually lead your speech so that you, you can communicate something from God that will touch the heart and the life of that person in a way that you could never have done by yourself. Uh, that that fascinates me a lot. But I was uh, I was back to this um, um, this quote, and I think that we really could take that literary because uh, we always preach. Yeah, we should always preach. We should always be a witness uh, with all our lives, with all our behavior and everything. And it's necessary use words. Yeah, and if I see my life, it's really necessary because I don't have people coming to faith by just watching me how I act. Uh, I, I've never experienced that, and, and none of my friends have experienced it either. Though you are growing so, in sanctification. <laughs> yeah, so maybe when I'm 80, people will just come to faith by looking at my life, but until then, I need them to, for using his words, then I need to use words, and because uh, often we 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 take that quote and we just uh, think about we just practice the first part of it and says yeah preach always so they I'm I'm just living a saint, sanctified life and then end of the quote but we if we could take it really literary if necessary and I would say it's it's for me it's necessary uh, all the time because um, my life doesn't. Um, convert people um, and um, and I can really say that that um, of course we we need I, I think it's important for us we we of course we need a life that that underlines our our faith so my actions uh, is also um, a communicator of my faith but it can't be the only communicator so uh, I think uh, we we need to combine these, but but of course we can't live as as an as um, yeah as a gentile uh, as the Bible says, and it's nothing godlike in our lives, and then still preach about it. Then of course it we can't do that. Uh, so we need to combine those. I think it's important. Yeah, uh, and just to add, I think uh, just to finish maybe this aspect, and then we can move further. We can see in in Romans ten uh, as well uh, where it says that uh, how then will they uh, they being people that do not know God call on Him in whom they have not believed, and how are they to believe in Him uh, of whom they have not never heard, and how are they to hear without someone preaching, and how are they to preach unless they are sent? So we, we see, and I think your point is very well, uh, I just want to maybe add the gospel is a message. Uh, we can live changed because of this message and the good news of the kingdom of God, right? So and, and our lives, as you say, should reflect that. But our lives is not the message. Our lives mm -hmm. is not the gospel. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a message that has penetrated our hearts and changed us. Uh, it's uh, because of Jesus, right? But the gospel is a message. It's actually mm -hmm. news. It literally means good news. So it is a. It is something you share. 
it's not your life. Uh, your life can be changed because of it. And I think it's just people sometimes get confused these two. Yeah. And and hopefully they should go hand in hand. Uh, but but it's not they they are not the same kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I think uh, um, connected to that, it's also a good reminder that always when we talk about this, it's about connecting Jesus to the person. Because it's often that we think that we should connect the person to me or maybe to the church and hope that me are, that I am the good news or that the church are the good news. But Jesus himself, he is the good news. So it's especially oh, oh, yeah. to, to church is, is really difficult that we, we, we connect the, the, the newcomer to the church and hope that the church will fill his needs and uh, will... Uh, uh, heal him and 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 all that but it's not the church who's doing that it's jesus so sometimes i would say that we as christians and our churches um stands in the way um so we, we need to let people get to jesus by themselves and get their their, their own relationship and their own connection and not uh, and not uh, thinking that the church or or our lives is is like the the good news Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I can move further. Or aren't you? you want to add something? Yeah, I was just thinking about the, like the the church and, and Christians and and that thing. Like I think that like um, that if you if you meet like um, if you meet somebody who who are part of your uh, like comes to a meeting or comes to be part of the community or the church you're in, like it, I think that that can be very very good and many good things will happen and they will hear about God in that way. Uh, but I, I but I do think there is a need of somebody actually approaching that person and talking to them, and uh, asking about their life and and communicating a more like a personal message to them about Jesus. And that's something I would like to just encourage the people listening that if you are in a place and there is somebody new coming, uh, to be that one that go and approaches them and talks with them and says hello and asks about their life, and then you you can find out where they're at in their life and you can be that kind of um, translator who can help to to bring the good news into their life situation. I think just as simple as just putting yourself in that spot uh, means God can use you because God often, yeah, he uses people that are in that spot to speak into their specific situation, not just them hearing the general message, but actually also getting it specifically, personally kind of uh, translated. So it's actually very easy. It's just you need to be willing to do that little thing. And often people don't do it or they don't see that person or something. But if you can be that person, it can be amazing what can come out of it. Mm. Yeah, that's very good. So, guys, uh, I want to move us in the more direction of some practical examples and yeah. maybe lo both local experiences or what we have seen in our lives or with the people we we help in this. So, I can maybe start with uh, a bit with Riga and some yeah uh, aspects I've been learning and uh, both from the scriptures and in the life uh, with the people around me. So, uh, one uh, thing I really kind of noticed both in the scriptures and just in the daily life because uh, I'm more <clears throat> instinct kind of guy. So I really like to, when I meet people, just really rely on the Holy Spirit. I don't have like a set of things, how I talk to them or something. It's, I'm just, I'm a relational person just by the way how God has wired me. So, um, uh, so uh, when helping others, some people have asked, okay, you know, are there some sort of trajectory of mm. conversation or how, you know, how you get in, the, in those conversations about Jesus or about faith, about spirituality, these things. Uh, <clears throat> so... Uh, 
one thing I have noticed both in my life and actually uh, then also in the scriptures more uh, more closely is that there is uh, these two aspects. Uh, one is the personal testimony, how the person has uh, met God in, in his own personal experience, uh, which is kind of objective to me or you, how you have met God. Uh, and when you're sharing to someone, it's totally objective to you and it's your personal experience that no one can take away from you and and i've seen this also in the story uh, in john 4 with the lady uh, the, the samaritan lady uh, fatini and it's just interesting how uh, first this encounter is uh, a bit like how you aren't jacob's share through uh, the the uh, inside jesus has about this woman and her life so he speaks in her life very personally uh, yeah we could we could sh- share maybe the word of knowledge and you know she refers to him as a prophet so there is a aspect of her acknowledging that he has some insight from god but it's through conversation it's through uh, relational contact right um <clears throat> Uh, breaking some social barriers that we are not getting into it this time, but but what happens later because of this strong encounter in her life, totally, uh, yeah, unprecedented encounter with this Jesus uh, that she acknowledges to be this savior, this Messiah that she has been waiting for, she goes back into her town. And it's this interesting part uh, that I really love uh, at the kind of end of John 4. It says that um, uh, many Samaritans, verse 39, uh, from that town believed in him, in Jesus because of the woman's testimony and he told me all that I ever did so she kind of refers that he spoke so personally in her life and as she's sharing to them they start something stirs within them because how she Mm. shares her story because most likely people knew her you know uh, her story and so people were moved how she was sharing not the gospel not the kingdom just her encounter with this Jesus right so and then it's interesting how it continues so when the samaritans came to him now already to jesus they asked him to stay with them and he stayed for three uh, sorry uh, there for two days and many more believed because of his word and we see this already it's something different now it's jesus word uh, and they said to the woman it is no longer because of what you said that we believe for we have heard ourselves and we now know that indeed he is the savior of the world and I have taken this, I think, as as just like a guideline, which I think really can be valuable, and and just helping youth also, and just like church uh, here in Riga, to see these two parts. There is your personal testimony, hmm. how you have encountered, just as this Samaritan lady Jesus, and it can be so different, right? How you actually came to know him, uh, how you uh, ex- ex- encountered his love, the gospel in your life, how he met you. Have you thought about your testimony, actually? Have you, you know, spent time thinking, uh, actually, what is your testimony? And actually, many Christians haven't thought about that somehow, but actually many haven't. And I'm, I'm encouraging Christians to really think this is a really important part. It's uh, it's actually your personal, mm. uh, your objective reality that's very true to you. And people will mm. smell if it's kind of, you know, <laughs> do you have your own testimony? And then the second part um, is the the message of Jesus himself, right? And and kind of to connect that your personal testimony yeah. can rise something inside of people actually yeah. wanting to hear who is this Jesus that changed mm. you, who touched you, you know? And then it's Jesus himself. Yes. And then it's and then the second part is not your story. Your story cannot save, but it can in, it can lead to Jesus. But actually, mm. Jesus has the power to save, and it, and that's a different kind of word. And so. Uh, when I'm training people, I'm I'm really encouraging, and we have done this in Riga. Is uh, are you able to share your testimony in three minutes? 
because uh, most often that usually will be the time frame if you have a work colleague, if there's just, you know, doing something and, and you know, conversation opens up, usually you have a small window of time from experience to share these things. So, uh, so we did a practical training to share the gospel, uh, sorry, your testimony in three minutes first in pairs uh, and just to, sh- sh- you know, to practice because it, it takes training. It's not so easy at first, actually. Uh, and then second part is, have you actually trained to share the gospel? You know, if someone wants to hear more, who is this uh, Jesus who changed you? What, what is it all about? What is the whole Christian thing about, right? Is it about services or what is it about? And can you actually share in in, in brief version uh, this story of, of, of Jesus and the good news, right? So it's these two parts that I have tried to emphasize uh, based on John 4. We see also in Acts, Paul uh, delivers his personal testimony before Jesus and after Jesus, how he met him, who was he before. And then it's like based in the gospel, uh, the news of Jesus. So uh, I've been encouraging people to just uh, train these two parts. And I think they are really crucial when it comes to the words uh, that yeah. can be, uh, yeah that God uses. So, yeah, guys, any comments from you or additions? Yeah, I think the, with the, some of us don't really have a, what we would say a good testimony because we, we might be brought <laughs> up in church. Or, yeah, we, we don't really could say, okay, this was my life, then I met Jesus because uh, some of us have just been, I've been Christian all my life and uh, I gradually understood more about what what's being. But for us, uh one good thing is to to talk about uh how was uh yeah something that was before and then when jesus have changed it so for example mm. uh i might have a lot of fear and then i really asked jesus to help me out with my fear and now it's uh, it's reduced or some kind of healing some kind of uh this was the the situation before and then jesus mm. and then afterwards and that that we all christians could have uh, even though we don't have a mm. yeah a, a chewy testimony to to share so that's um that's an add on if yeah. you don't really uh, have you have a good testimony yeah, yeah. Mm. it's is also i think is it's um very good also to think through like uh, when did i get born again this is something I've been very focused on lately, uh, partially because of reading missionaries and revival history and stuff, you know, like, because in like a post-Christian Europe, in a sense, in Christian circles, it's like, a, it can be very clarifying for people to think through your own story, actually, you know, when did I get born again? And what is actually my story? What is my testimony? And, but then, like you say, Martin, that um, a specific testimony about something about fear in your life or like these specific mm-hmm. ones can be amazing yeah. for people to hear when it when it's just what they are into yeah. right so and it, this is i think it's good. yeah and this is also we we sometimes uh, um view or or um, um trying to understand our words with different kind of of uh, we understand our world with different kind of words uh, historically we we've seen the word as a modern word um, and now we talk about most of a postmodern. And one of the big differences between this is in a modern um, worldview, the question is, is it true? So if you're gonna, uh, when we're talking about in a, in a modern setting, it's, um, it's, the, um, it's the basic fact, like did Jesus rise again? Is Jesus the son of God, so to say? But we're in, a, in a postmodern uh, mindset, it's more about uh, is it working or what, what's in it for me? The 
the question about is it right and wrong is is uh, much much more down the line it's it's more about is this really working so for that kind of uh, person these kind of testimonies this was how my life worked, and now Jesus changed it, and this is how it is now. It's really, really powerful uh, in a in a more, more postmodern um, attitude. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, and I think, yeah, when it comes to using words, it's uh, so much to discover. Uh, but um, another thing we have been uh, just encouraging people to do is actually take time and to read the uh, read the word of Jesus with someone. So it's basically taking a non-believer that's mm. interested in uh, in you know uh, expanding more. It's like what is yeah. this faith thing about? It's good. And it's basically <clears throat> in, in empowering every Christian to say actually. Uh, Let's read what Jesus says about Himself. Let's read His mm. own words. Uh, you know, because uh, my my experience is my experience, oh. and and it's real to me. But uh, but mm. uh, it, it changed when actually He was speaking into my life, either yeah. through the scriptures or through prayer, different ways. How it it can work so differently, right, for us. And I think we each have different uh, stories how Jesus uh, met us and and uh, uh, yeah, uh, convicted us of of needing to uh, surrender to Him fully. But uh, what we have been lately trying to do is. Um, to really use words and conversations and relationship to actually take someone, even some people are doing it in Zoom. Yeah, I love it. And they're basically taking non-believers uh, that mm. uh, that are interested in, in like reading who is this Jesus guy. And they, and they just go through the Gospel of John, the seven I am statements, and it's basically, let's read who, who he says he is. Uh, that's Because that's so core, right? Uh, and it's I love because it's basically going in the Word of God, the Bible, and it's actually reading the very words of Jesus about himself, about his identity and the purpose why he came. And yeah. and now from those uh, texts, so good conversations can come out, uh, right. you know, because it's basically he already in different ways, you know, he talks about him being the light and there is darkness. He talks about him being the life in, in place where there is death and, and you know, uh, yeah, evilness. And so like from these different ways, how Jesus explains that he's the true, the way and the life. Uh, suddenly there's like these gospel conversations, these spiritual conversations about how this ha- affected your own life. It rises so naturally, right? And and But it's kind of based on, let's just read what he says about himself. And I just love that concept because I think it's basically you don't, it's uh, it's kind of you just read what he says and you just discuss it. it like, what do you think about it? And and uh, something about the simplicity of that I think every Christian can actually do. It's like you can take Bible, uh, you know, just read coffee and, and spend the time reading with your uh, non-believing friend who is interested. Uh, mm. You don't have to preach just a message. That's like, that can be part of it, but actually just start to discover who this Jesus is. And um, so that's been like something we recently do. And I've been really encouraged to see that uh, people that have never identified themselves as uh, missional or kind of uh, evangelists and these things, um, these slogans, right? They, but they actually really find confidence in just reading the, uh, some Bible uh, chapters about Jesus with their friends together. And yeah. I find that to be really, uh, yeah, just encouraging. Uh, it's a very simple way to, uh, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a great way because kind of God speaks for himself in a way, right? And the Holy Spirit will work in, and when you study and read together. I think to do that in the home, do, to do that at school, for example, uh, you know, or in a, at a cafe or something, I think this is very practical advice. Uh, this is something that we all can do, you know, and we can we can pray about who could be that person or those people, those two people that we can ask if they want to gather up and 
have a coffee or eat something and then just read it, you know, one chapter every time you meet, for example, and then talk about what does this mean to me? Or is there, was there anything here that I've really hits my life or where I am at right now, what I'm into right now, you know, like it's a, it's a great, uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. Mm. So, but I guess it's like, like you say, much is that one thing is that you, you know, to, to know the gospel actually, to, that you actually know the, the good news about Jesus and can communicate it, you know, that, that's one thing. And then it's about like that, you know, your own testimony that you have been thinking through it and you, and it comes natural for you to share it. For example, for me, when I meet people up in the neighborhood where we live, uh, in the conversation, when it opens up in a way that it's natural for me to share something about my life, uh, I would just freely, you know, include whatever it is that 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 has to do with what God does in my life or through me in, in an appropriate way, you know, right? And so I think your testimony is kind of your, it's your turf of the playing field, you know, it's like your part of the conversation is your life, right? So you can share it. And I mean, we should be free to do it. And then when you do that, you will see how the people respond as to how far you take it, right? Mm. So I think it's just a great way to introduce God to people because it's just about your life. And then you you will see how they respond. And and that can be the, the very easy way to kind of test the waters of where people are at, you know? And if you find out that actually they are really wanting to listen and they are open, you take it further, right? Mm. And then you, you even get to the point where you ask like, I asked some kids on the street there like yesterday. Well, I think it was like just, I just asked, you know, do you believe in Jesus? Because I thought they were really open. And then they start answering. One answers yes, one answers no. And then one one is like kind of, uh, you know, somewhere in between. And then one girl, you know, 16 or something says that she's actually been been praying to get to know Jesus, but it hasn't happened yet, you know. And then I can tell a bit about what happened in my life and, you know, we, and so I mean, it's like one question or one a piece of your life can be enough to open this box up, right? But that's the question we usually don't ask or the opportunity we don't use. Uh, so we want to encourage that. Very that's simple, very actually. Good. Yeah. I can just give uh, one example, and then Martin, you can give uh, something to add as well uh, as we move uh, more towards the end. I think uh, I just love Antioch what you're sharing. Maybe just different examples as well from the daily life. So even like last two weeks, you can just share two examples because uh, I'm also teaching music private lessons. So I always mm. love that part, and and so. Uh, I have this one guy who is doing uh, hip hop beats and production, and so I'm helping with uh, some music development. And so it was coming close to the Halloween, and he, uh, yeah, he he knows even about this podcast. I mean, just sharing very openly uh, about my faith, and and so he was asking about the spiritual aspect of Halloween, and and just like, and so we started really talking, and we had like 20 minutes of really good conversation, and it and it came out from just. Uh, uh, at some point, it's me sharing openly about my faith, about the spiritual life, what I see in the Bible, and you just uh, kind of uh, sow small seeds. And then it's interesting, at some point, there's questions that at moments you don't expect that comes. And, and we had, uh, yeah, just really good conversation. And I'm just saying, uh, what I said to him is, when you are ready to hear more about this Jesus, just let me know. I'm very, I would love to tell you more. And so I kind of uh, just show my openness and the, just leave the doors open, but don't kind of, um, yeah, don't run over him, so to say. And the second part was we did a photo shoot for like some business project we are uh, doing uh, recently. And and there was this makeup artist uh, doing makeup, not for me, for another girl. I was helping to kind of set the thing. 
And and somehow the conversation just, uh, I don't even recall, to be honest, how it went. But I ended up uh, mm. sharing both my uh, testimony and how this mm. Jesus has really uh, uh, yeah taken away different fears in my life and, and shown me peace. And so I, in different ways, I shared my testimony. I actually added a bit of Aunt Jacob's testimony as well there because uh, yeah, she's acquainted with him in some ways as well. And, and it was like superb. Again, uh, I felt it will stop with the testimony. We didn't get to, uh, didn't get to share the gospel, but it's yeah. just these daily occasions where sometimes yeah. you just sow a bit of seeds right. and you just feel where, where it's kind of, where Holy Spirit gives you peace to stop. And you yeah. feel like peace, there's no condemnation. You don't share the whole thing or you don't share the gospel, yeah. but you just are open. You just share how it's in yeah. your life. And I think those are so beautiful moments because if it's, if this person is open, if there is this, uh, further development, you know, those are seeds that will uh, gradually bear fruit. Um, That's right. so, yeah, just to. Uh, yeah, and let like, me, after Martin, after Martin shares, let me also share some examples <laughs> before we end. <laughs> yeah, this is good. But, Go, Martin. Uh, I was thinking about the Bible words where Paul is saying that uh, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the fruit. And I think that's a really key uh, thing to bear in mind that our role is to, to, Put some seeds, as you said, or maybe water some other mm. uh, seed, uh, some other person's seed. But it's not us giving the fruit. Um, so, and in, in that's also really important in our conversations. I, I know a saying that I, I really like, and that's we count conversations, not conversions, because mm. God is the only one who could could uh, help people getting saved. That's and that's the. My role is not to convert someone. Uh, my role is to have the conversation that opens up for for them to get to know Jesus. So uh, that's all. That's my role. And as you said, it's um, what we're aiming for in our lives is having this kind of uh, conversation about Jesus on different levels, in different uh, ways, on different um, occasions, but always. Uh, trying to put these some small seeds of Jesus conversations around us and then uh, relax and know that God is working and that he is um, he's in charge of everything and and our role is not not to like let our the, the barriers or our fear just uh, interfere with with the, the mission but uh, to be just uh, naturally bold in uh, yeah, in the, um, putting out these small things, and yeah, yes, then relax and and see, uh, and that's I think that's very liberating when Amen. I'm Amen. when I'm seeing when yeah when uh, when a person now I will never meet again. I know yeah I I dropped the seed, and now it's God's uh, work. God's word is in is is at work, and and He's gonna fulfill His. Uh, his mission and he's in charge of it and i can just uh yeah um go on and i think that's really um yeah that's liberating for us yeah and jacob go for it yeah yeah it's the i mean the sowing of the seed uh the word and then sometimes also it's time to harvest and so that's like a role as well right but that's maybe when god has been working in a life for a while like, uh, yeah, the God can use so many people on the road. But uh, yeah, I was just thinking. Like, we went to the to a to a high school the other day, and um, 
to actually speak in a, like a, a class for like religion. And uh, uh, so it's an example of how to use words. So I was praying beforehand um, and I felt what God showed me was about, uh, especially about abortion as a topic. So we went there to be questioned by the students on all kinds of things, actually. So we didn't know how it, how it would turn out. So we went on, they asked about all kinds of things. We were answering, you know, and things. And then in the very end of the second hour, uh, the thing about abortion comes up in the very end, actually. Um, and then, so then God had prepared me, right? So, so I asked this question I had in mind to ask him. So I said, um, when, when do you think that uh, a child's uh, heart starts beating? You know, when the child is still in the womb and developing from the very beginning and onwards. And then one guy answers like maybe 10 to 12 weeks, he says. And then another guy in the corner of the room says like between two and three weeks, he says, after conception. Uh, and I said, yeah, that's right. The, the, the heartbeat starts after two to three weeks after conception. You know, as I, I left that question hanging first in the class, they thought about it and they tried to answer. And when they heard two to three weeks, they were just like, what? You, you saw these students, like these kids, like really just stopping and thinking, wow. And then from that question, this whole thing developed into this really a special talk where, where God really moved in, especially the girls' lives, I would say, in that class. And they were objecting a lot and there were all kinds of things coming. But after that hour, they gathered up a whole group of them coming, you know, to ask and talk more. And, and even there was like a, a word of knowledge that came to one of us, uh, to one girl in particular, but a very specific situation. And, and suddenly we understood, you know, like why God had prepared this in, in this way. And and so I think it's like something about staying in prayer and being open to listen. Mm. Uh, another another day in another class uh, was like they asked a lot about uh, gay and lesbian, uh, you know, sexuality and stuff like that. And uh, and um, and I tried to be very honest about what the Bible says and and how Jesus is. And and I mean, and then there's a girl who comes after class and she says to me like. I've been trying, I'm, I'm in a lesbian relationship, she says. She was maybe like 16, 17. And she said, I've been going to priests and people to ask my questions. And I, I felt that I couldn't go through this uh, confirmation in church because I was kind of didn't fit in, you know, because of my my feelings towards girls. And But nobody wanted to answer me anything. The priest wouldn't say anything. I never got answers. They couldn't answer me anything. So I wanted to come to you and say that thank you so much for being for answering my questions, all my questions so openly today, you, you did it, you know? And then I really ask, okay, God, what, what do I do now? You know, what do I do in this situation? Uh, <laughs> and then the Holy spirit um, helps me to, to, to say something. So what I tell this girl is that I tell her, I would like to just, first I share just how Jesus might change my life. And then I tell her, like, I just wanted to encourage you to, to, uh, to put away all these moral issues all the commandments of the Bible or like moral things or whatever you have heard about how to live right or wrong and, and stuff like that. Just put it, just forget everything. I told her, just forget it all. Forget everything. Just go home and then just say to, say to Jesus, can I meet you, Jesus? Can I get to, can I get to know you? Can I get to meet you, Jesus? Uh, that's it. I told her. And he will tell you everything you need to know. I told her. 
<laughs> and then, and then you, you saw hope suddenly came in her eyes, just like something totally new came in her face and in her eyes. And she, and she went, she went home. And uh, yeah, so I'm so fascinated by by the Lord, how how He knows the way through to get through to people. So yeah, just wanted to share that. Amen. Uh, thanks for sharing, Aunt Jacob. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's great ending uh, for us to kind of uh, finish this episode and. Uh, just, uh, I guess, my conclusion and reminder is that, uh, yeah, we have to learn really to listen because uh, when we speak and use words, uh, as you say, uh, Luke twelve twelve says that uh, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. And that's in the context of apostles and disciples being taken in the front of the Sanhedrin and, and kind of the authorities regarding their faith. And, you know, uh, they are not, not these educated guys, they're simple guys. So, so they need empowerment of the Holy Spirit to actually know what to say. And I think this reliance on the Holy Spirit also, you know, we have to think and, and think of our testimony and, and actually I believe also think what the gospel is and how we can share it and even train, I believe, in the practical things, right? Actually train to do these things uh, as with everything in our lives. We have to train to, to you know, to grow in things. But at the same time, it's so important what you mentioned is uh, when we think about the words and the conversations that we actually both listen to the person and meanwhile listen to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, he might redirect. I have seen this in my stories. Some, sometimes he will want me to emphasize some aspect of my testimony or some aspect of the gospel or some aspect of the story of God, uh, the whole thing. And it's so different because you just relate to the person, uh, each individual, right? And uh, I think your just example and testimony is a really good reminder that we need to be very, uh, yeah, free and at the same time uh, sensitive to the holy guidance of the Holy Spirit and, uh, yeah, to be open to share. And uh, I think so many people are actually wanting us to be open and to be normal and to talk about these things and talk about the taboos that uh, no one talks. And I think it's uh, the world's really waiting. So uh, that's my, uh, I guess, uh, final encouragement is that I, I believe the world is so much waiting for us to share. So mm. often we, uh, yeah, we we are in our, our uh, Christian bubbles and we, you know, we talk about stuff, but we actually, uh, how open, uh, yeah, we are actually to share about the people, with the people around that often are actually really wanting to hear uh, things uh, that happens in our lives. And if we make it normative and, you know, in our lives, I believe uh, it, it can and will affect people around us. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, any last words, Martin, before we wrap up? No, but I think... Uh... If I can uh, then introduce our new uh, thoughts for for the future, because uh, we are now having this um, discipleship uh, about um, sharing by words. In two weeks' time, we're gonna have about um, from a leadership perspective, and then we're gonna um, conclude the, these two podcasts with um, a live. Um, yeah, seminar or gathering, I don't know what we'll call it, but it's uh, uh, the 29th of November, a Monday night at 8 p.m. Swedish Norwegian time, uh, 9 p.m. Latvian, and um, yeah, the and other Israel time zones. Yeah, you <laughs> check that out for one and a half hour. We're gonna meet uh, through um, in a video conference and uh, having um possibility to uh, share uh, testimonies and questions and and uh, ideas and uh, struggles and fears and yeah more helping each other how to grow in this area and how to um, um, yeah stand together and uh, pray for each other and and support and so forth 
So for those of you who are interesting, um, keep um, checking out our webpage and Facebook page and, and so on, on how to log into that meeting. But the 29th of November, you're very welcome. Yeah, and Jakob, you wanted to add something on this. Very good, Martin, you, you shared this. I think yeah, I think what we would like to do with Jesus Walks, I mean, we started it as a, like a training community, right? Very practical. We got into the podcast and also partially because of the COVID season that made it difficult to meet even, you know, we focus more on online and, and we really want to be standing together with you guys who are listening and that already have been part of, uh, you know, uh, going on a trip or doing like ministry together. Um, or you who are totally new, but that we can meet online and just um, share and stand together and more kind of uh, update each other on what's happening in our daily lives in terms of these topics we're talking about. How do we live it out, right? Practical examples, questions, um, helping to become more like kind of a Jesus walks, uh, like, a, you know, like a movement uh, in these areas, whatever kind of background or context or church or whatever you come from or where you're at. So, uh, we always learn from each other and we believe we are stronger together. So it would be fantastic to meet more people live and, and, and see each other and talk to each other. You know, that would be wonderful. So end of yeah. the month. Awesome. Uh, thanks guys for sharing. And uh, yeah, there will be more info coming, as Martin said, both in the Facebook page and uh, in the website. So just keep an eye there. But otherwise, thank you guys for sharing. And uh, yeah, we meet you all in two weeks again. So uh, have a great time and use your words for the expansion of the kingdom of God. Bye bye. Yeah,